It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello, you're listening to The Plodcast, the nature and countryside podcast from the team behind BBC Country File magazine. I'm Jack, and today, as Fergus is away, I am your host. However, we'll still be hearing from Fergus as we join him back in Northern Ireland on adventure with John Keating. So I won't hold you back any longer. Settle in as we travel to the wild lands of the Mourne Mountains. Yeah. I'm with John Keating and we're going to go for a little adventure off the St. Patrick's Way into famous Mourne Mountains. Into the High Mourns. High Mourns. So, I mean, I can see them rising here in front of us. Can you give me a bit of a sort of taste of what the Mourns are like, and character and what we might see? So, as a, as a, it's a, a ge- geographical mountain range, they're, they are, the, the High Mourns are made up of granite. Um, but they've become very rounded by a number of glacials, so we have these lovely sort of granite bowls of, of mountains, um, and, they're, and they're broken then by l- lots of crags. Um, I know some people have said they're not dissimilar to a smaller version of the Cairngorms um, in, in nature. Um, so rounded with rounded over, so yeah, yeah, rounded over, and then there's sort of you know there's there's high sort of stages of it. So we've been able to drive sort of up to this, which yes. has given us access to one sort of level of the mountains. And then we're going to walk up the odd track, which then gives this level, uh, you know, access into a, a, another level of the mountain. So it does. I can't believe the uh, sunshine. It's it so is, yeah, and, and yesterday we had snow. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, we had snow here yesterday, so uh, and there was a light frost this morning. But that's the the sort of this time you know, of year, isn't the it? time of year, yeah. which for for me I see that as an advantage. Yes. You know, weather weather is uh, you know changeable weather is 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 good. So it is, um, but that's back to you know if you're if you're if you expect it and understand it and are are, are prepared for it, well then that's fine. You know, yeah. a little bit of snow adds 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 some character to the day. So it does. Well, let's see. Well, what are we expecting today, weather-wise? So we're 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 just we're in between. So this morning we're in between sort of weather systems. Oh, okay. So we've got this lovely bit of still air. Um, in the shade it's going to be very cold um, you know there'll, there'll still be a little bit of frost and ice in some of the shady patches but uh, in the direct sunlight uh, we're going to have really nice temperatures so here we are. Oh, okay. 
So what, what sort of what route are we taking? We're following the... So the, 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 the route that we're taking here today is the Ott Track. The Ott Track. Uh, yeah. And it'll take us then up to past sort of Ott Mountain and then to the, the Col, where we'll then actually meet the Mourn Wall, which <laughs> locally here is, is famous. Um, and once we get up, it'll, it'll make more sense. The Mourn Wall. The Mourn Wall. It's referred to as the, the Mourn Wall. Uh, even though the Mourns have lots of walls and lots of different types, there is one Mourn Wall, which is approximately 22 miles long and encircles the water catchment area of the Sina Valley Reservoirs. Yeah. So it does. Um, it's just turned 100 years old. Um, so it's a man-made structure. Man-made it's structure. not a kind of wall of mountain. It's no, a it's, a, it's a man-made, man-made structure. Um, and it was it was built as a as a marker, as a, just to, uh, to basically mark a definitive line. So it is of land ownership. Really? Okay. But quite, it has left us, Yeah. Which is this is very unusual. It, it's now it's now a monument. It's a listed monument to have in in a remote part of the mountains. This six foot, almost a decorative wall that has been built. Um, it makes a bit more sense when you see it and touch it. And well, go. this is exciting because I like, I like our, we call them plodcasts. Yes. Because we're plodding. Um, and I like to have a mission. Yes. So that we can kind of, quite often we don't make our missions. <laughs> no. uh, mainly well, when we're chasing we'll, rare we'll birds. Hopefully species. get to the wall. Yeah. Um, it sounds like we're going to, this one's achievable. Yes. So, so in, 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 as a walker, the walls, it's... Uh, it's always there. It's always it's never presence in the mountain. So it is. Um, it is great from a you know, I suppose a navigational marker, a linear marker. Um, but you know, it is a barrier. Yeah. But it's also it's it's also an aid. It's 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 a challenge. People try to walk the entirety of the wall in so many hours, and run it and and do sections of it. Who who built it then? I know we'll probably talk about this when we get close to it. So there. Belfast Harbour Commission. Um, would have back in the late 1800s said we we need water for Belfast. Yeah, we need fresh water um, for a growing city. So they looked around and said, "Oh, look at the mountains down there. We'll we'll have the mountains. We'll take their water." Uh, and then they went through a process of building uh, huge aqueducts and uh, siphons to draw the water. From the rivers in the Mourns to Belfast, and then the development of that then was to build giant reservoirs to, to hold more water as they needed more volume. Um, and part of that project then was to put in the, the wall as a marker. Oh, wow, okay, so it's just a marker just to delineate a, a boundary. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work, but <clears throat> yeah, but we'll have those that it's, I suppose, now. We might even just do it as a data mark on a, you know, yeah. on a, on a. Somebody might go out and say, right, we'll just make that an electronic mark on a, yeah, okay, on a map, yeah, or five minutes work. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say, right, that's our boundary. GPS track it. You yeah. know, it may even be somebody might go out and survey it, but it may even be done just on a, on a workshop. Yeah. Right, that's our land. Done, nailed, fine. Everything inside that marker is us. Everything outside, not us. Um, 50 years ago, probably a fence. <laughs> 100 years ago, we're, we're still living in an era of, the, you know, you know the, Vict- the Victorians who, you know, really went to town on their, you know, their infrastructure. 
you know, it wasn't enough just to build a tunnel. It had to be an, only a tunnel. Yes, yeah, so know, mine, actually. Yeah. Back there, there was a skylark singing. Um, I want to ask you about the sort of nature of the Mourns. What sort of curious mountain wildlife have you encountered up here? Um, well, we, we, we have... We've, we've, we have a sort of a heather-based sort of scrubland, mm. you know, where the the pine forests, the low pine forests and forestry are quite low down in the mountains. So the upper mountain sections are, as you see it, they're grass and, and heather. So we do have, you know, in this area, our bird life, we do have a lot of small uh, ground nesting birds. Um, so the skylarks and the skylarks, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, and, and that would be the main, the, the larger birds. There is still some grouse, some wild grouse, um, living mainly western morns. And then on the seaward side, um, there's some famous and famous grouse over there. Yeah. That, that, that are, um, there's been some videos recently of grouse basically chasing adult humans. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, and anybody that, their own yeah, back. <laughs> you know, and and stalking, you know, the, the video. It, it appeared that the the, the grouse and you know, everybody will know the grouse from the if, they, if they haven't seen one, they've seen it on a bottle of whiskey. Yes, yes, the they're very not, famous grouse. Yeah. They're not a they're not a they're not an intimidating bird. It's not like an no. ostrich. But uh, yeah, this this video showed the grouse was stalking the human, yeah. and then you know obviously it was being territorial for whatever reason. Yeah. You know whether it was they were walking past, but they were on a track, which was the oddity. So it was a busy track, but this <laughs> this grouse was was having none of it. Yeah. Um, and then up through we do have peregrines. Uh, quite a lot of buzzards, and then we've had the reintroduction of the red kites uh, recently okay. here. So. No, actually, we, yeah, we can look down. Uh, we're looking down out of the Mourns and then on to uh, County Down, the the drumlins of County Down. Um, that sort of egg box shape, which is what's been left behind really by the the glaciers. Yeah, they the sort of the higher hills we're looking at here are the Dramara Hills. So drumlins for are, are just little hills. Yeah, the little little, little hills. rounded hills. It's. Uh, best description is if you've ever had a dozen eggs and when you turn the box upside down it's got all those little egg box yes sti- yeah. you know that sort of it, and that's what it's uh, there's a sort of it's described as an egg box landscape um and it, it does spread really from here up to belfast and um, beyond so, that then it, it runs into the sort of the antrim hills and the antrim sort of plateau um, which, um and then of course there's the tie-in with the um narnia Ah, uh, okay. Narnia was filmed here. Or, so, or, or, no, C.S. Lewis got his inspiration. This is this is. Yeah. So what what we're looking at? If we look from here uh-huh. to, to Scrabble, that is Narnia, uh-huh. because he would have taken the train both through Newcastle to Warm Point, which is where his uh, his relatives had the house, and also then down what is the sort of the the boundary, which is the um, is the sort of Bam Bridge. The a, it's it's the main a motorway to Dublin now. Yeah. But then there was there was another railway ran down that and into Newry. So he would have taken both those journeys at different times, and then that's the the, the you know, the aficionados of the book and understand can can actually read the landscape. Really? And I've talked so to people. C.S. C- C- Lewis roamed this landscape. So and based his, yeah. His so the work. the Drumlins and how as he would have when he was in Belfast as he looked you looked. You look toward you look uh, the opposite view that we have. The Mourns are a dark horizon, yeah. 
Um, and that's 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 betrayed in the book about you know about the lands that are further away and mm. um, you know in the distance. But also then th- that green sort of you know you can just see it as that rolling countryside. Yeah, it is you know it's very it's, you know. It, it, there's, a, there's a lot of height to be gained when you're walking because yeah. <laughs> it's up and it's down it's up and it's down um, but it's actually it, it never you know, it's, it's vertical height isn't very high so C.S. Lewis was inspired by the world. He was inspired well. by that, oh, uh, yeah. I didn't realise we'd be walking into Narnia here. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we're, okay. we're, we're, we're in Narnia. Nice. Um, okay. now, we, yeah, jumping forward to now, of course, um, we have lots of, you know, uh, you know, Northern Ireland has become a big destination for blockbuster films. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the... I suppose the, the, the sort of the thing that really sort of made it on was the Game of Thrones, yes. which uh, you, know, you know, you know, has a huge audience. Although you know, you know, uh, for you know, for, it's either it's it's um, maybe a fan people. It's like Marmite. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's it's Marmite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then so is everything. If you like you know. medieval fantasy with lots of yeah. um, uh, gore and nudity, then that's that's <laughs> the thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you, but it's like you know, and and, and when we we've, we've had. We don't do actual tours for it, but we would. We would, of course. We're, we're in. We're in the environment all the time. We're in. We're in the locations all the time. Yeah. Recently, we just had uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. We've hey, medieval fantasy. More medieval <laughs> fantasies. We've had uh, Superman done recently. The a local program here was The Fall uh, by Jimmy Dornan, who a yeah. local actor. Um, just in Tullymore, that's where they got, they caught him. The rascal. Yeah, <laughs> he was okay. caught and shot in Tullymore. Um, Oh, more gore, Dublin murders. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, the um, oh, it's Blue Light is the I guess Blue Light is the current one. But it was um, Game of Thrones filmed in Morn, Morns as so well. So the more so the, the the wall that we talk about, it, it wasn't the inspiration because the, the inspiration came from the book. Yeah. But the oddity in the in the film, the the Morns is north of the wall. I that see, is the, the wildings or whatever they're called. The wildings. So the yeah. the opening scenes were filmed in Tullymore, north of the wall. When I was growing up, places like Down and South Armagh were in the news for all the for wrong, all wrong reasons. Yes, all the wrong reasons. Now, so, no, no, Armagh is a big walking destination. Yeah. There's 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 lots of uh, there's the waymark ways in it. There's there's the you know, the, the the Sleep Gullion. The, the Ringagullion area, so there's you know, really interesting places to go walking. But nobody, you know, 20 years ago, it, you there would have been very few people would have ever, other than maybe the, you know, the local people, would have maybe walked up and down them. Yeah. But you know, nobody would have driven there just because of the anxiety of what was what was going on there you know, over the, over the previous sort of number of years. Now, um, again, we went there today. We would meet people walking in the mountains, you know, yes, you know, and, and enjoying it and, and exploring. Um, and it's a very, you know, even though we're we're in this, but you know, this is a very old landscape, and we we've, we've held on to a lot of that. Um, in the in the, in this in this band that we're in, there isn't a lot of you know Neolithic uh, activity, but as soon as we would drop down into the valleys, that's where. So people never really lived up here. They never really lived up here, even before. But literally, from where, where that tree lie, where the the field boundaries now sort of start. Oh yes. I, you you will do well to find a field that doesn't have a Neolithic, Mesolithic. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Okay. Oh, yes, oh, I've oh. discovered that yesterday. Travelling around, we literally stopped every two minutes. Yeah, you sort of go. Can, <laughs> can we find it. a field that doesn't have a standing yeah, stone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a bit it, of light relief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- this is a field that hasn't uh, hasn't yeah. been worked since you know. 
for the last four thousand years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, for lots of reasons, oddly, we've held all that there you know, because you know, the development hasn't been there. Mm. It's uh, interesting how the path is quite well hidden by the just gentle rises and falls of the land. So, I can't quite see where we're going, but it's, that's quite nice. Yes, because uh, the, the a lot of the paths here, these were. So the odd would have uh, wasn't a quarry path. It would have been then just because this area here, just above us, was around the site, where there would have been some uh, some cutting of the turf. Okay. Yeah. And also then this would have been the uh, when when people were coming over this call here. Mm. So it's 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 not quite a vehicle track because you know even for a Land Rover this would be narrow. Yeah. Um, but these would have been for horse and carts, mm. um, just to get up and down. And then beyond this, because we're about to literally another hundred meters. We'll run out of the horse and cart track, and then beyond that, then all the sort of the paths and the real high morns, they're almost just wear lines, mm. uh, and that's something that the, the, the look of them. Erosion line. Just yeah. erosion, where, where people have walked for generations. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, and we don't have the, the, those sort of Pennine Way walking slabs to go on. The, but this is quite well laid. Path. This is well laid, because yeah, you know, this would have been laid for, for Pony and Tracks, but it's about yeah. to end. This is ah, it, it, this it, is it terminates. Ah, that's why I can see a path <laughs> heading into the. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on our right here, there's sort of sunken bits of, like almost like the land. So what, what the, that, these that's, that's well, these are peat hags that have just sort of natural. This is natural, just sort of you know the, the streams are, are, are washing out underneath, and then the, the land's collapsing in um, above this skyline that we're looking at, and on the ground behind there is turf cutting, and there's another path. St- on, still turf cutting. No, well, the, this would have been up to maybe about sort of sixty years ago. Oh, right, you okay. know, even even all this is there's there's only one little private part of the moorings which there still be, a, but it's just a little bit of hand cutting. Mm. Um, but most of the because it's it's very limited. Uh, you know the actual the physical resource. So of course, when it's when you limit it like that, mm. and then you know, forty miles that way, you have easy accessible bogs for cutting. So you know, that still goes on. That's, that still goes on. It's, yeah. it's now pretty much you know Ireland as a whole. Where I think we're nearly down to where there's there's only hand cutting now left. There's okay. there's no uh, we're not exactly sure of where we are on the you know the commercial cutting's definitely been phased out. Yeah, okay, but that's how close we are to. The, the end, the complete end of that there, because in some areas still, th- that is seen as a, a traditional craft. Yeah, okay. And so, well, is that for peat burning? Or that's, or, that's for yeah. burning, so oh, it is. Um, okay. it's, and it's for horticultural use. Horticulture, there is, so up in the Ban Valley, there still is a little bit of that going mm. on, but again, I'm not sure, just, it, it doesn't seem to, because I think that's both from a commercial point of view, resource point of view, and now, we're we're now up to speed on composting and yeah. on a commercial scale. Yeah, why w- why dig it out of the ground when you can actually just manufacture it? Yes. And if you can manufacture from it, our waste. Yeah. from our waste, yeah. yeah. And it's it is easier to manage because you can then say, right, this is what we're doing. That's that's going to produce. So in 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 fifteen weeks' time, I'm going to have X amount of tons. So you know, I think it's you know you know I suppose it's from a commercial point of view, it's easier to actually manage. Oh, I see. Yeah, you've you know, got a, you've got a, you know, a clear so crop. You have a clear crop. Um, a lot of the paths in the mornings you will get in the valleys will be quarry tracks. So you'll come up, but when they terminate, they'll terminate at quarries yeah. for the granite. Uh, over on this side here and the one on the other side of that track that would have been mainly just for access into the mountains and also then for that little bit of turf cutting that's, that's why it sort of ends here yeah, so it does okay. so now we're just wandering out into the wild so we're, in, we're into that sort of wild and yeah. and that's where you know th- these are just sort of you know line of least resistance we want to get to the lowest point on the horizon yeah. um, and we're just going to sort of basically walk there um, if we decided that we wanted to go to that little craggy outcrop 
we can just go there. We can just, there's yeah. no, there's no, because yeah. there's so little, they're, they're so little defined as, as paths, which then gives them the interest from a hill walking point of view that, yeah, you have to be on the ball navigating. Just sort of I'm going to follow your lead actually. I'm I'm gonna sort of of somehow I found myself in front, which I'm <laughs> yeah. very uh, nervous about. It's squelchy. This it's is peat, yeah, yeah, it's proper squelching through the peat. So, is there much farming up here still? Of, I guess, sheep farming? Yes, or sheep farming would be that, yeah, we, we still have good sized herds on, on the mountains, which are really what have given us the landscape we have. Um, you know, 5,000 years ago, we've still been inside the, the tree line. So the sheep keep the... Sheep, 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 sheep and so this is our, the, the sort of, that ongoing challenge that we're, we're actually in a man-made environment, even though it's, you know, it's a natural environment, but it's, it's still a man-made environment. Oh, well, it's frozen here. Yeah, yeah, so you're right, isn't it? The shade, it's... In the shade. So these are the hags where the ground yeah. has sunk a bit. There's ice on these puddles, pools. And, you know, this is where, uh, you know, this sort of, you know, this area here, well, has this been caused by people walking? Well, no, not this bit, because this is, this is a natural, this is naturally occurring. Yeah. You know, this is just, you know, the peat is built up at some point. The, it's been exposed at some, at somewhere along the line, and the water's then washed it out underneath. And right. then, of course, the, the, the surface drops down. Oh, that's what happens. So it's a natural process. So it's a natural process. In the last maybe 100 years, overgrazing may have caused that because there was yeah. then a, you know, an increase in numbers of sheep. And the, you know, the, the, the landscape that they have created could only sustain itself yeah. you know, to, and to grow. So there still is you know, um, where it is growing. So these hags make quite a barrier at times. To, yeah. They've got a sort of four foot drop. That's not the wall though, is it? That is, that is. That's the wall. That is the wall. Oh my goodness. There it comes. So, let me see if I can do the miles. It's about 22 miles long. Um, oh, off the top of my head, I can't remember how many thousands of feet it is in increase. But it, it, it is a circular route and it encapsulates the high morns. Oh, but so once we get, we're actually, our, our destination should take us almost to the, the hub of that there. Right. And we'll see all the morns that are you know, the, the high morns. So we're going right into the heart. But yes. Across, over the wall. Over the wall. Dangerous. Over the wall. <laughs> yeah, north of the wall. Uh, well, I can't remember. Inside and out. The White Walkers. Is that what and they were called in Yes, Game the White Thrones. Walkers. Um, and this is the bit that the view inside the... There are the few classic views of the, the Moor Mountains, but they're all from the outside. You have to, you have to get on. Yeah. You have to get off the tarmac, get the boots on, and get walking to get to the inside. Great. To okay. get to those other views, and they'll only be then seen by walkers. Yeah, that's nice because you need a reward. You can't yeah. yes, bust you know. people to, yeah. to, to tick life off. Yes. No, there's no train to the, the, the summit here. No. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't know which mountain you're referring to there. <laughs> yeah. So remind me again when this was built, this wall. So it is so about... We're, we're 100 years old. We're just turned 100 years old. Okay. So well, this is now 100 years old. Uh, so five it is, feet? Uh, at this point it goes, I think it's at, in the Bog of Donard, it, it's getting on for nearly 12. Oh really? Because okay. they, it, it runs through uh, a big, a very peat-hagged area. Mm -hmm. So they, 
instead of building down and up, they've they've built across some of them. These are so, massive stones. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You'd need seven, two people to lift, or three, four people. To so lift the the, the, uh, the lower the the, the sort of the, the uh, in, it's in sort of some folklore about the giants that built the Morn Wall. Yeah. Um, and the story goes that uh, each sort of building crew would have always had two very tall men. Yeah because they would have then built the wall and these stones would have been either lifted up or the very heavy ones, they would have put a plank on the ground, carried them over, set it, and then slid, slid it up to the height oh, and I then see. were able to lift yeah. it along. But of course, if you're lifting at this height and your, your partner's on the other side, you can lift easily, yeah. but that's fine. You know, when the wall's at this five foot, when it gets towards six foot, you, you, you need two very tall yeah. people. You're looking to... <laughs> so the, the four men would have been sort of shopping around for their work crew and said, right, yeah. I'll have you, and do you have a big tall brother? Press, press ganging, press tall gang, guys. Yes, yeah. um, and, and that's how they are going over this tall style, sort of like an A-frame ladder into the sunshine on the within the wall. Within the wall now. Yeah, and you can different. see it's, it's, a, it's a significant linear marker. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does it fall down? I mean, I, I'm oh, used to stone wall. Yeah, it's, it's, um, there's been a in the last sort of 15 years, and really in the last 10 years, there's been a major project to uh, to stabilise the wall. Yeah. Um, just through, you know, the ground. You know, you know, you know, we're, we're in a we're in a mountainous environment. The frost does affect it. The wind does affect the snow, and then you know areas where we're, we're walking here. That's why these styles have gone in. Um, so the water executive, because it's now uh, it's now protected as a monument, they now have uh, a project, a rolling project to to stabilise the wall. Um, and you know, ten years ago there were major sections just missing, just collapsed down, and the guys have been working flat out, um, doing a great job. But when we well, go it out looks here, really good in really good condition. Great, great. I mean, for for listeners, but great, great stones just running from yeah. one hilltop to another hilltop through a, a sort of dip what do you call this it's a little, little call here we refer to it as a little call cool. but if you look at the, this is uh, uh that's tall going yeah that's steep yeah that's <laughs> that's that's and that that wouldn't that's not one of the steeper mountains that they built the wall on oh, so the wall goodness. is actually in in some place when we walk out here you're gonna you're gonna see some of the angles yeah. that they are able they've been building the walls up to and it's only at the very very top of some of the hill that they've actually then had to refer to where they plugged and put in a little fence over the over the over the over the uh over the granite tours that have been left behind yeah. where's the gravity in this here yeah, you know yeah, where where is the gravity holding it it's uh, super steep here. yeah that's amazing so as we as we walk yeah. out here where the 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 main morns the center of morns will open up and we'll get a better view then of the Gosh, uh, yes so we're gonna sort of basically almost head in that direction okay yeah suddenly things are opening up quite quickly and we've got these views of are these reservoirs or? so these are uh the, the one closest to this is just a mountain lake it's, it's uh, lakshana yeah um and then in the distance we're looking at a piece of the silent valley reservoir oh okay which we'll get a sort of full view of in a few minutes um is this uh like a trout lake or something like that? Uh, it originally just would have been a mountain lock. Yeah. Uh, now the, the water service did increase its size just yeah. slightly, the, just to see, oh, okay. just in the yeah. shimmering light. <laughs> Look yes, at that. That's rather beautiful. Isn't yeah, it? I was going to say. The yeah, the tourist board have been doing their job here yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. that <laughs> Look at that. Really just not too windy, but windy enough to create that lovely you know, tinsel. It's like granite. Almost. Yeah, it's just it's glittering. Sort of yeah, glittering. like little diamonds. Um, so you can just about make out a little, very low wall and a little sort of shape. Yeah, yeah, so, so holding, they holding it up. It's, and it, it, they, they've increased it maybe by about six or seven feet. Um, I think 
possibly at some point there was back in the you know the, the, the sort of the late 40s 50s there was a consideration to put in a small hydro system in there yeah um and then you know the use to pump it up and down but i think it's the they did the math on the volume of water and there wasn't enough water yeah so it's just used as a as a as a as a little bit of a reserve nice um we're yeah. trying to we're looking at the view and also looking at our feet Ooh, yes so okay. this is now also on to what is the brandy pad so this, so is, this smugglers is the smugglers. Track. This is the, the Mourns traditional smuggling route from the, the coast. Um, and it literally, we are, it's because it's a contouring path. And it contours then as we look forward all the way through, roughly at this height, um, through the inner Mourns, and then drops down then into uh, basically Bloody Bridge and the, you know, the Mourn coastline. So this must have been a very lucrative business it to would. go to this effort to yeah. bring. Uh, so they could, what would they have brought? Some ponies through here. It would have been ponies, and it would have been brandy and uh, tobacco. Was so just carried on sort of packs on the back yeah. of the ponies. So, so we have this mountain with the, the rocky tours. Yeah, amazing. Um, which the the Morns have a few of. They they were sort of they were left sticking out above the ice. Uh, so they're they're weathered differently. So even though most of these hills are nicely rounded, there are a few that have been have been left behind above the ice during the last ice the age. Ice, so the ice didn't grind that it, off. It, it basically ground around it, so they would have been left exposed, and they've weathered completely differently, yeah, which makes it very interesting from a rock climbing point of view. Yeah. Um, so there's a, they're, they're very technical routes that they are, and as you can see, they're at the top. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you got to if you if you want to rock climb in the mornings, you got to enjoy walking. So we have uh, Berna, locally known as Devil's Bite. Which is this one? With Which the is this one tools. here? Yeah. And it actually looks not too bad from an angle point of view. Yeah. But we're actually looking at this broadest point. Yeah. As we walk around the corner, it'll become much, much steeper. And you can just make out the line of the wall going up this edge. Oh my goodness! Yes. I yeah. And we're actually, we're That's looking crazy. at the horizon behind that, which is the yeah. less steep angle. Right. So Berna would probably be getting on and, and Binion are probably the two steepest hills that they built the wall yeah. on. Benyon so is this big one on this one here. Itself, yeah. So up over the top of that, then on the other side of that, it was Hers Gap that we talked about. Yes, oh, yes, um, that, that's a notch. In that there. notch. So that's the other big access point. And then uh, what we're looking through to the, the sort of the, the distance in the sunlight there is Comeda, which actually looks very small, but it's the second highest. But it's just our, which, the, this one in the middle. Yeah, the, here, yeah. the sort of rounded one yeah, with the yeah, sunlight yeah. on it. And then there's like a, a a sort of it looks like a could be a person or a blob on top of it. Yeah, that's a stone tower. That's been built oh, into the wall, yes, so the wall goes over it as well. Oh goodness me! Um, but it's one of the the rounded hills, and then it drops down, and then it goes on to Donard, which is the the furthest summit away. But because we're looking at it from behind and at its lowest angle, it's not. When you're in Newcastle, you're you're it's at sea level. You're looking. Oh, it's a, it, yeah, you're just going. Yeah. Look at that there. It's 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 right in your face. Whereas yeah. this is its sort of this is its hidden side. This is its yeah. gentle side. But that just wall, you can just see the wall making making it. out the wall. It's so. What an incredible feat! So twenty-two miles. <laughs> twenty-two miles. That's uh, millions of stones. It's a lot. Millions of, and millions. I, of stones. I don't even. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody has done what the you cubic. You could probably do a kind of hundred cubic, yards. Cubic tons of it, oh. so it is. But it's it's a lot because it's very it's very heavy stone. Mind-boggling. Um, I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. But they must have thought there was a necessity to do that. that yes. We've got to ring the that, ring yeah, the horns. Ring the horns just to say, well, you know, that's all our water in there. Um, <laughs> it did manage the livestock because that was yeah. part of it was to keep livestock out or control the livestock um, because there is little gaps in the wall where there were purpose-built slots yeah. for sheep to come and go but they could have been covered with a, with, uh, a board so, so there were less fewer sheep in fewer sheep in here um, so and that was slightly more natural landscape here though. so yeah so this has changed although it has been you know grazed and then and even 
in recent times they occasionally will they ask the farmers or the, the, the sort of the people that they have leased the land to to, to remove the sheep yeah. yeah you can touch it in one place yeah. and if we started walking on the wall um giving us today i reckon well, sure, we'd, we'd run out of snacks, I think, by then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're averaging in around that 11 hours. We would have yeah. popped back out here. Yeah. So, you start working. No, no, you forget that. Yeah, I think the re- the record's is sub four hours, so it is. Yeah, really? it's, <laughs> it's, it's in around <laughs> that. There, you know, yeah. you know these you know, stripped down racing things. Yeah. But you're in around that 11, 12 hours would be, you know, that would be a good day out, you know, a good, you know, a good, uh, you know, you know, people sort of plan for it. Um, but it is, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long challenge, so it is. It's a great way of seeing the mountains, yeah. I suspect. It's probably the best. So we, I've just taken a tumble. I've just taken a tumble <laughs> in the, like a great, uh, great, uh, proper cartoon tumble. The legs, feet higher than head, into the peat. So I've got, I'm covered in black peat. Um, but it was nice and so, it was a soft landing. Soft landing, <laughs> yeah, a soft yeah. landing. And the peat smells quite nice. So, yes. um, so we're walking, we're on a very exposed path. We've come through quite a tricky bit of peat hag, and that was where I took my tumble. But now we're on this, you were saying, John, it's the, the, the erosion has worn away. It's, the yeah, we're sort of we're in what would be the traditional. So this is what the Morns is. You know, this sort of you know very you know that low heather peat you know peat ground, but then through erosion and you know and, and us walking as well, it's created these fissures. Yes. You know, so you know, yes, this area here certainly this would be impacted by footfall, but if we look over there. That's full of fissures. Yeah. Nobody walks over there. So it's you know, full of deep, 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 deep crevasses and things yeah. like that. There, that have so fissures, ag- fissures exist in yeah. nature. It's so that's just, you know, it, it grows. It, it, you know, there was over here. There would have been uh, it's, during the winter. It, it's, it's because if we walk over there, we'll find it. Um, but on the maps, it's referred to as Blue Lock. There's two Blue Locks in the Morns. One is very, it's a very famous one. Lots of photographs. This is the second one, yeah. um, but it's almost invisible because the peat has filled it all in, and now it's just a big waterlogged area. Oh, really? So the actual body of water has the body of water has disappeared. Yeah. So it has. So it's it's, it's become completely sort of vegetation bound now uh, as a mountain lock. This path looks like someone scattered very fine gravel on it, but it's yeah. it's the grindings of. Of, a, of an ice age on the morn, so yeah. this was a mountain at one stage as, as the solid mass, and then the ice is grounded away and then left it behind as a yeah, as a film on top of powdery on, sandy yeah. sort of. It's lovely, sparkles in the sunshine. It's um, this area, you know, you know, Narrow. locally people would sort of refer to as a, a little bit of a moonscape. Yes. And if, if you say, oh, we're going heading out to Dewan, I'll meet you at the so we're just looks at moonscape. Yeah. So we're with no peat in this area. This is back down to. The last I see, it just would have been the, the surface, the yeah, surface just level. Just eroded away, and, and the, but it's only the size of half a football pitch. It's yeah. not not very big. Um, so we're going up, and the, this mountain's called Duan. 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 Don. There's, you know, I my accent will will call it Duan, um, but I know other people will have it as Don. Don. Okay. Uh, How do you spell it? D O A N. D O A N. Okay. I'll go for Duan. Yeah, mm. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, how high is Duan? Oh. I think it's only about 600 meters. It's okay. not. Well, well, because, uh, we've done most of those meters. Well, oh, yes. Well, we started off at sea level, yeah. of course, <laughs> and then yeah. drove. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is the, 
if the if the high moorings in the wall, you know, if you if you think about it like as a bicycle wheel, the wall is the is the rim is the tire going around it. Yeah. Uh, even though when you look at it, you, if you actually look at the map, you go, it's not very round, John. Um, but Duan is the hub. It's oh, in so the, we're it's right in the middle. So it's in, like in a the spike middle. in the middle. It's in the spike in the middle. Uh, it's physically not in the middle, but when you're when you're standing here, you can turn 360 degrees. You can see the entirety of the wall and the high moorings. Okay, so we're going to climb this. It's quite looks quite. Uh, I'm going to turn off because nobody likes heavy breathing. <laughs> so yeah, it's a. It, and it, from this, this it, it has that classic volcanic look. Yeah. Even yes. it's, but it, it, there's, you know, it's a, it's a different style of volcanic eruption has caused the moorings, and then these peaks have been have been formed by the ice. But from this here, it's got that lovely profile, yeah. sort of like a cone, and then coming to a rocky top. That's it. It's, it does like look a like a, quite a sort of. Uh, forbidding fortress-like yes. summit. I suspect there's so a path through that quite nicely. It ticks all those boxes. Yeah, yeah, great. So it does. And then we're looking through it. Oh my goodness, over the sun at, on those hills, at, yeah. yeah. Over at Burn and I, we're really getting that view of the, whereas earlier on we could only see, we were looking down the sort of the profile of it. Yeah. Um, which meant then we couldn't see all the crags in the top. And now you can see just how steep they built that wall. Oh goodness. That edge. That skyline has a wall on it. And that is, you're walking um, almost with hands in front of you. It's, it's it, super it, steep. It's, yeah, it's, it's not quite it's a cliff, a, but it's, it's, you know. It's, it's, it would, it's at that point where walking is almost into, it, it requires, the, uh, you know, a hand for, for, for stabilizing, both up and down. And the only, you can just notice they're just a bit of sort of, a fifth of the way up, there's a tiny notch. Yes, I see. Yeah. The little notch, that's just the top of the, um, the burner slabs. And it's only that notch doesn't have a wall. There's a wall directly at the top of that notch, yeah. uh, and it's just a step and rock. But the wall—they built the wall right up to it, and that is some angle. My goodness, yeah, you know, just sort of mind-blowing. That they worked. Energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they walked to work, and then they yeah. they built the wall at that angle and dressed all the stone. Yeah. And that's where you really start to see the, the very high-end dressing of stone. And you're going, yeah, this is. Yeah, this is the sort of thing you see in a you know in a garden or in a you know in a castle where it's 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 been the, each stone has been very particularly cut, fitted. The next one is then cutted uh, to, to fit the next section, and you're sort of going, that's a lot of work to cut granite Just, by hand, and then it's been carried up there. So we've reached a sort of the rock. base base camp. <laughs> yes, <we're>, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. last push to the it, summit. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, there's a push above this. <laughs> oh, is that, oh, right, okay. <laughs> this, is the, this is the sort of the, the sort of the first first little scramble to get around this corner, and then there's a plateau, and then there's the, oh, the, the, the Hillary step. <laughs> oh, you should never have told me that. No, I'm fine. It's it's, it's not yeah. not a bad climb at all. And actually, looking back, it looks. But it's it's so nice growing because we've covered that. Uh, you know, when you look back, it's, it's a, it looks like a long way. Yeah. But but we've covered it quite. You know, oh, in, in five ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, it's no, it's, so that's what makes it quite accessible, and we're now getting. Just the views just keep opening and opening it's and opening. Fantastic! It's uh, and the fact there's no wind it must be yep. probably one of the only days this tourism, year. Tourism, tourism around. Ordered it for you, so that uh, yeah, this is great. Couldn't have country file coming out on a wet day. <laughs> so yeah, just on a little rocky promontory. Because the views are incredible. Not quite to the top, so we've got one last little push, um, but just breathtaking. Uh, yeah. Literally breathtaking. It's, it's, it is. The, it's, yeah. the, it's that 360 degrees. Yeah, we're, it's we're amazing. We're now completely given a hug by the mountains. Yeah. We're wrapped around them. Extraordinary. Bit of scramble that last bit where it was uh, hands and hands and feet, foot on all fours, but 
I apologise, I'm a bit out of breath. <laughs> so we are on this epic we're, peak. We're on, this, we're on the summit, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this lovely. We see the whole of the Mourne Mountains, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, just pick a direction. Yeah. And I know there, there's always people say, oh, it's 360 degrees. And it literally is. You know, you just pick a direction because you're now. Yeah. And it's uninterrupted because we, we don't have another close by mountain because we've, we've been pushed away. Yeah. We're in this sort of hub location. It's extraordinary then that there's this ring around us of yeah. kind of. Valleys. Really kind of. Uh, well, wormy kind of. Peat hags and yeah, so we're just and it, and yeah, but it's, it 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 pushes the it pushes the mountains back. Yeah, it gives us this sort of you know uh, you know vista that allows you to see um, this just you can just see the shimmering water on the sort of far distance oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so that on mind, the map that yeah. shows up as Blue Lock, but that has sort of that whole area has just you know absorbed all that sort of you know moisture and then the you know the the the, the vegetation is growing in there and then just filled it in. And eventually just so it is, but it's it's, it's it's a it's a big swampy bog. Yeah. A couple of weeks time when the heat comes in, dragonflies, mayflies, it'll just be alive with you know that's a big you know big insect haven there, yeah. which is then why we have all the ground nesting birds. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so we're on the summit. We're gonna gonna head back yeah. back to the back to the Land Rover. But brilliant, thank you, John. Down we go. So we're coming back. to We've just had a lovely meander back down from Duan, back over the wall and. Sun is shining. It's a really glorious day, and it's defied all sort of weather expectations. Um, so, Patrick, might have walked this particular path then. Yeah. So the it, it's like it's it's like any pilgrimage. You know, it, it, pilgrimages aren't a physical thing. You know yeah. that you can hold in your hand. You know, yes, you have to you, you have to put in the miles, but they're an idea. They're an experience. They're a, they're a thought. Yes. Um, you know. And, and whether it's St Patrick's Way or any of the you know the, the you know St Columbus Way or any of those long walking pilgrimages, you know it is it's the time that you're on that, um, and at some point you will go yeah well, what who went before me? Yes. You know what foot you know, what feet have trod these paths? Yeah, what feet have trod? So what dark night did two guys walking along here with two ponies full of co- contraband tobacco and brandy? Yeah. Thinking that, well we're nearly we're over the mountains we're nearly home. Yeah. And you know how would they have felt? They were coming up here to the road, trying to sneak across it in case the customs men were here. You know, that's well, the happened. journey was almost done. The journey so was over. They, they were over the over the worst of the physical journey, but probably into the to the sort of more dangerous uh, bit. I suppose, more dangerous bit to the you know the hundreds of people that have sort of come up here and maybe crossed that style from the car park, the first time ever into the mountains or the. You know, and the, the thousands of Duke of Edinburgh kids that have, yes. you know, blistered their way along here. <laughs> you know, so um, it, 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 that's that all ties us together. Yeah. So it does. Um, the walking experience. So the walking experience. Yeah. There's something that changes us in walking. Yeah. And it, yeah, you have to put in the miles. You have to. Put you in can't the take miles. the bus. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. What a good place to finish. Thank you, John. No that was a fantastic experience. Conquered one of the morns. And saw the great wall of <laughs> the great Mourn Wall. <laughs> Do come if you ever get a chance. This is absolutely fabulous. And pray for a day like this. Heaven. Heaven indeed. What a lovely, lovely podcast. It sounds like a wonderful place. And that's not the end of Fergus's trip on the St. Patrick Way, as he will be back for his final quest in a couple of weeks. Talking of wonderful things. I am joined by two wonderful things <laughs> that are Hannah Tribe. Hello, Jack. Hello. And Brittany Colley's back. Hello. 
Lovely, lovely jubbly. How are you both? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic. I'm happy to be here with both of you. How does it feel to be in Fergus's seat? Oh, it's not a place I'm used to. Is it hot? The hot seat? It's very warm. Very warm. <laughs> There's a whiff of bad pun as well around from, from this seat, but I'm trying, trying, to, trying to avoid it. Yeah, what a wonderful place. Sounds magnificent. I think it's, it's very difficult, I think, to bring the views of somewhere visual when, you're, when it's an audio medium. An audio medium, yeah. But I think it's done it But justice. they do it so well. So well. You do get a sense of the kind of gravitas of the mm. space, the magnitude. Definitely. And I think it, it was quite an interesting point about how, I don't know, they mentioned Narnia, Game of Thrones, all these places that use places like this in their programs or as inspiration for their writing. And I mean, I, I wanted to put towards you, if, if either of you been anywhere or know of anywhere that's inspired a place or maybe has been inspiration for you. I've been to Lodbrennen in Switzerland, which was the inspiration. <laughs> you know, it's not very, yeah, it's not very controversial, but um, it was inspiration for Tolkien's Rivendell, where the elves live in the Lord of the Rings, and it is utterly gorgeous. Um, it's a really, really, really steep-sided but flat-bottomed valley, so there are really lovely hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of waterfalls. It's really incredible looking i picture it being really green as well so green Mm. and because it's so like high up and it's by mountains and stuff the quality of the air is really crisp Mm. clear and blue so once you're high up you can see for absolutely miles you see all the way down it's absolutely beautiful i guess if the uk seems to be the place for a lot of fantasy and Mm. elves and wizards and harry potter and i think it it always kind of makes me a bit loud that as soon as you need mountains out of the UK it's kind of <laughs> goes somewhere else but I think we do we do the countryside well and that sort of mm, mystical whimsy sort of look yeah. um, I mean Harry Potter I think that's that's probably another place that there's quite a lot of the places there uh, a shot here and yeah. there's always that shot of the I can't remember the bit the bridge the bridge the bridge, the bridge. with the train with the train yeah. Yeah. yeah it would be great if one of us could remember what that was called <laughs> we're going yes the bridge well everyone knows what we're talking about <laughs> yes. we don't, don't even need to say no. everyone knows it's there it's everyone's in Scotland everyone's got the shot of that train <laughs> going over <laughs> Britt any, any places that come to mind for you so none for actual film or TV inspiration right well we'll move on then <laughs> <laughs> no it's my turn but one that I think in, well, it's inspired me a lot, but it's a very mythical place, I'd say. So it's Worm's Head in <sighs> Rosilly in um, South Wales, very, very near where Hannah's that's from. That's my manor. Yes. <laughs> that's your land. And Worm's Head, let me get up the internet information about it. So it doesn't look like a worm or a worm's head. No. It actually looks like a dragon. And so I thought, speaking of Lord of the Rings and everything, Mm. it looks like a sleeping dragon. So the internet tells me the name comes from the Norse word worm, that's W-U-R-M-E, meaning dragon or serpent. The headland of worm's head marks the most westerly point on Gower. And so I thought that was very on-on-brand with kind of Lord of the Rings yes. and TV and, and it film. actually has been on TV. <gasps> there was a Lloyd's TSB advert. Um, <laughs> Other banks available. <laughs> um, where they had the uh, the horses running along the beach. But because of directors being funny, they actually flipped the beach. Oh. So Worm's Head is actually on the wrong side of the camera. Oh. And they're like running in the wrong direction from it. Cool out but by so Hannah Tribe. I know. Yes. It's just such an iconic 
piece of rock. And then it's like, oh, no, wait. It's the Avoira. <laughs> That's work. on the wrong side of this. Yeah. So it's not quite the most, in that advert, it's not the most westerly point. <laughs> Whoa, gosh. It might uh, be the... <laughs> Northwest point. I don't know, but anyway, yes, it counts. It's inspiration for something on TV and film. It's it's iconic. It's beautiful. It's iconic. It's everything. Does look like sleeping dragon. Yeah, it's got this like pointy uppy nose. I mean, I feel that's more impressive than a sleeping worm. That's that's just a tube. (laughs) Jack, what about you? I mean, I was thinking about any places that because, like, like I said, there's a lot of places that are used for their fantasy side and that sort of look, and whether there was. I could think off the top of my head of any other media that had used just the countryside for the sake of the countryside. It reminded me a couple of episodes ago, episode 193, where we uh, we spoke to Jim Broadbent and a couple of the others from Pilgrimage of Harold Fry. Obviously the the guy that took a very long walk and you see a loss of the countryside in that. (laughs) And just for the, it's just the countryside. There's nothing about it. It's not elves living there. Um, (laughs) I found that quite, I mean, listen back to it. Yeah. Listen to it, watch it. And the other one that sort of came to mind is a few months ago, George Ezra, the uh, British musician, yes, did his documentary End to End. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, did the Lands End to John O'Groats walk. Took him a little while, but he, he mm-hmm. travelled up through from the bottom of the UK to the top of the UK <laughs> and through all of it as much. But mm. dips into Wales, I think. Um, <laughs> but that's if you if you like to look at the countryside of the UK, I think that's a quite a good way place to go to see a bit of everything you're seeing the mm. coastal. You're seeing sort of Bristol, where where he grew up, where we are, and up to the Scottish Highlands, where Everything seems to be filmed. <laughs> mm. That would be my recommendation. Yeah, it's amazing though because it, um, he obviously is a very talented musician, and in different parts of the country he's linking up with musicians. And so in in Wales he's linking up with. Uh, well, it starts in Cornwall, and he's um, at Port Isaac in North Cornwall, and it's got a real Cornish folk band and Fisherman's Friends. Fisherman's Friends, there we go. And he does that all up the country, but it's all filmed very like either they've they're they're just carrying two cameras between the three of them. And so it really feels like you're there with them because it's not very polished. It's very just like they're chatting. They talk a lot about mental health as well. And you just feel like you're doing it with them, except for you get to do it in about an hour and a half. <laughs> Whereas it took them three Don't months. Need a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I think it I think it's quite a good place as well to see the weather. Mm. Which sounds weird, but I think a lot of films it's always a bit dry, it's nice, or it's or it's foggy. You mm. get the nice weathers, the the sort of nice looking weathers, not the howling wind <laughs> yeah. torrential rain which is more likely yeah Yeah, and mm. I think this covers it there's a bit of there's hot there's yeah. cold there's wet and you really do see sort of the elements of the UK which I, I'm going to put out there's maybe one of the places in the world that has that sort of varying mm. temperature and varying mm. weather on quite a small frame of time yeah. even when you say it's summer yeah. you're still getting a lot of rain <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I think that's a really good view of the UK um, and obviously, I, f- I think we have to do a, a shout out to Wild Isles. Mm, yes, spoke about that a lot. I don't think we need to go into it anymore. But that's a that's another good place to go and see some nice, high quality definition <laughs> shots yeah. of the UK and the beauty <laughs> it it has. Anyway, I mean, I think we should move on to our regular section: sightings and happenings. What have we been up to? Hannah Tribe. Oh, uh, so I've been going on a lot about the Sparrowhawks. Oh, I, I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew this was I coming. They've, they've gone. They've gone. Oh. So oh. Uh, I have not seen any Sparrowhawks this week, which has been a bit sad. <laughs> I think Fergus told me that they were going to go. So, yeah, I'm, I've, uh, 
resigned myself to it. It's okay. Um, I have seen a grasshopper though. That was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that balance out? Yeah, yeah it does actually. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I, take I was that. really pleased about that. It's been very um, an invertebrate heavy kind of week. Lots of interesting bugs and grasshoppers and cool things like that. I guess it is sort of the time now for migration. Oh yes. I, mm. So I think the sparrowhawks were maybe um, juvenile sparrowhawks finding their new territories, and that's why they seemed so kind of out there. Yeah. Because they were looking for somewhere else to go, and they were like stressing out other other birds and other animals that weren't used to them being there. So um, yeah. It's sort of we're heading into that time of movement. I mm. feel like mm. spring's sort of the the new beginnings, mm. and now. I think we said the other week with the blackberries coming out, it always seems, it feels a bit early, mm. but it just feels like we're trickling into the autumn yeah. movement. Everything starts vibe. to, mm. yeah. All of those new beginnings are now starting their next chapters. Oh, oh man. Lovely. Oh. I, mean, I mean, it's another, love. I'm love, cracking out another lovely segue. Next week, <laughs> Annabelle's back on the pod and they're talk, looking at uh, autumn migration. Nice. So just, that, just that to drop it. that in. That is a beautiful segue. Thank you. Fergus I don't want to back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's next week for you. So, I mean, come back for that. Brett, what, what have you been up to? So, yours is next chapters. Mine is the last chapter. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah, I know. So, this has happened. So, I was, um, listeners may remember, I was here um, two episodes ago. And, uh, and my sighting then was a cormorant eating oh, an yes. eel. I remember it well. This I, w- week, I wasn't here, but I've seen the video. Impressive. It's very impressive. <laughs> It's, it's quite something. This week, we have a heron eating a frog. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the video. Oh, no. Why does this keep happening to you? I know. So I was um, visiting a friend in uh, Vienna this week, and we were actually swimming in the Danube at the time. <laughs> so it was it's standing in the riverbank just there yeah looking very graceful and lovely this big heron yeah, so yeah. it flew it, it, I got my phone out because it was it flew really low overhead and then landed so closely like I've seen herons before either you know it's just standing and you're going is that a statue of a heron in mm-hmm. someone's garden or is that a real heron in someone's garden and sometimes I can't tell but anyway so you're going this is amazing it's landed so close it doesn't mind that we're bobbing around in the water quite near it Anyway, so it hangs out for quite a while. I've got my phone out and whilst I'm filming, it then puts its beak down into the the rushes and plucks out. I say a frog. It's either a frog or a mouse, but I can't quite oh, tell. Gosh. Um, so you might be able to help. I feel like, Hannah, maybe you don't want to help. <laughs> but Jack. It's a frog. 100% frog. That like um, pale underside. Yes. Yeah. Swingy legs. Frog. I think frog. Let's go frog. We'll go frog. So a heron eating a frog. Yeah, you're right the first time. So I've really got to stop doing this. Every time I come on the podcast, something dies. Something eats something. <laughs> I mean, it's quite impressive you managed to get the same thing happening twice with two different birds and two different bits of prey. Yeah. And two different countries. I know. Well, we? well I'm going to bring it back to the UK. And I'm going to bring it back to my house. <laughs> for my Very sighting. close to home. I've mentioned my birds a couple of times. Mm. It's been a bit quiet recently, which again... Might be to do with this whole. This is okay. Um, it's quite a uh, good time for them to find their own forage, so they probably don't need to come to you. No, and um, that's fine. Aww. But the face is... says it all. Yeah, I don't think it is fine. Oh, <laughs> so they'll come sad. back. They will come back. I promise. <laughs> I, I know they'll be back. However, I've got a regular at the uh, seed in. Is it the rabbit? Uh, no, oh. it's a, it is a bird. It's oh. a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pigeon? I think it's a wood pigeon, and 
Now, I think he doesn't like me. Oh. Because he seems to come in one and some seeds. Yeah. Now he's too, I use the word chunky for the <laughs> bird feeder, mm-hmm. which is Hench. fine. And he, I've seen him a couple of times hopping around the fence trying to work out, can he get it? He can't get it. Then obviously, I mean, I mentioned this a couple of episodes back with Annabelle. Uh, I've got the bird feeder that looks like a picnic bench. Yeah. With an umbrella. Lovely. Iconic. Now the problem is with that one, is he's still too big because he can't, <laughs> he, he's trying all ways to get under the umbrella, but also sit on the bed, but he can't do it because he's too big. And the other day I was sat in my living room and I've also got a bird table sort of out the other side of my house. And I sat there and then suddenly, I'm pretty sure it's the same one, he flew down onto it and there's no food on it because I haven't topped it up. And he looked through the window and looked at me like, you're, tr- you're, you're playing me with me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to not have these seeds. And so I think we're, we're, I've got to work oh, on this relationship with yeah. him, but it's nice that it's nice that he's popping around. Yeah. I'll say that. So is the idea that on the, on the other side of the house where he then went, he actually could have had the seeds, but there weren't any there? Or would, if you'd have filled it up, would he still not have been able to because of his chonkiness? If I'd filled the uh, table up in the the, the other side, mm. he could have gorged out. But oh. that, that's the other thing I'm worried about. I don't want to put a lot out because I know he will eat it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't seem like a wise thing to do. Yeah, and he might frighten off all the other little tiny yeah. things. That's true. Mm, big flappy wings. Well, this feels like my version of Focus Upon News, so mm. I, I'll keep, keep yes. you up to date because I know you're all on yes. tenterhooks to find out what happens next. <laughs> Anyway, talking of what happens next, I think for now, it's the end of this week's episode. I think I should say a big thank you to John Keating, who took our lovely Fergus on that wonderful journey in Northern Ireland. And as I said, Fergus's journey in Northern Ireland will continue in a couple of weeks' time, so stay tuned for that. Also, don't forget to join us, well, not join us, join Hannah again on Friday for one of her lovely sound escapes. I've heard it's a good one. (laughs) It's always a good one. Lovely. Correct answer. And we will all be, all three of us, will be back next week. As I said, we'll join Annabelle on her quest to experience the autumn migration. So please join us again for that. But until then, have a lovely time with whatever you're doing. And we'll see you soon.